Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, March 11th, 2022. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? My name is Quinn and this is my show. We are coming to you live on a very cold Friday afternoon. Holy moly. Here in the Chicagoland area. Um, It's just, it's crazy. I mean... Here's the thing with, you know, Chicago and spring. I mean, we know about, you know, false springs and that sort of thing. And, you know, you get warm days and you get not so warm days and it snows in April and yada, 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 all that stuff. But here's the thing about today. And I I did my little afternoon jaunt, J-A-U-N-T, if you will, um, from like two to three. It's like a two and a half mile walk. Today is just, it's not just like, oh yeah, it's not that warm out today. It's like 25 degrees, and I'm not kidding, the wind uh, speed outside is about 18 to 19 miles per hour. Just gusts getting blasted in the face. In fact, I was walking, I had just turned the corner, I do a little... um, I do a little, let's see, counterclockwise loop basically from my house down over to like Sheffield and then down to uh, Fullerton and then over to Clark and back up, etc. And the second I turned from Fullerton onto Clark to go back north to head home, not only did I get blasted in the face with a gust of wind, but there was some sort of mysterious ashy substance coming from the Italian restaurant there. I don't recall what it's what what the name of that place is. It's huge. It's got like a big deck and everything. But I don't even know what that was. What it looked like it, it like got in my mouth and stuff and all over my coat. I think it was like ash or ashes. But where is it coming from? Who's who's having a bonfire at Clark and Fullerton? Okay, raise your hand. So it's just it's, it was so unpleasant. And we had a beautiful 60-degree day last Saturday. And granted, this whole week has been cold, and it's going to get nicer at some point next week. But, you know, there's a big difference between, like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's like 40 or high 30s, and, yeah, it's not that nice of a day, and 20 degrees with 20-mile-per-hour winds. I mean, that's just, like, damn. This is not what March should be about. I'll also mention that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the, listening to the Beantown podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally swear, as I just did. Although, here's the thing. Damn, for me, is one of those like fringe swear words where it's less of like, oh, you're cussing and more of a damn. Is, there's, a, there's a significant time and a place, uh, time and place for an interjection such as damn. You know, for me, and maybe it's just because I'm so numb to it, but I use, when I think of damn, I think of it the same way as like nuts or rats or yikes, like damn. Like, I, I would I would willingly, freely say damn around the office, for example, like in as an appropriate response or interjection when the time calls for it and not think twice about it and not be like, oh gosh, I swore, I'm sorry. Um, like, it's just... It's just, just kind of say it. So that's number one. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. 
So yeah, it's it's kind of spring, not actually, but maybe. Uh, and with all you know, with spring comes so many exciting things. We got my birthday coming up here in five days. We've got the March Madness bracket reveal tomorrow or uh, Sunday. That's the thing. I was I was kind of caught in a weird position with the timing of this episode because I love to have a birthday podcast. I love to have. A March Madness podcast. Um, the Oscars are coming up here in, I think, three weekends or, or maybe I think it's actually just in two Sundays, actually. Um, so there's just like, you know, there's a lot happening. So I had to decide with today, like, did I want this to be a birthday show? Did I want this to be, you know, a March Madness show? But the thing was, like, this is my time that I've got set aside to record the show. Uh, since I started working from home, home on Fridays, the, the late afternoon, early evening Friday has been a, a just a great, great time slot. Because uh, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, which is just like a huge thing. A lot of drinking, a lot of day drinking, river dying, parades, all the bars are just packed to the gills. It's going to be cold as balls tomorrow, which I think is going to slightly dampen uh, or damper the uh, just the the rich tradition of the day. But, um, you know, that's happening. So there's no way I'm going to be able to record tomorrow because I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not 19 anymore. I'm not a college kid, but like, I still, I want to, I want to drink a lot. And just the, I was telling my coworkers last night, we were at an event. The goal is to like drink a lot and be done by like three or four in the afternoon so that you can still like just ride it out, you know, eat, eat something crappy for supper, you know, pizza or whatever crappy for you, not crappy tasting. And then, like, by the time you wake up on Sunday morning, you're not really hungover. Like, you're just kind of, uh, it's just you you get to have a pleasant Sunday, which is what I want to do. Um, This Sunday, you know, watch some college basketball, hang out, relax, um, you know, just have a nice time. Watch the selection show Sunday night. So that's, that's the plan. That's the goal. When I was a college student, I would... And I, I mean, I only had three years of being a college student, and I don't think I, I wasn't drinking the first one. The second one, I was working like all day. I, I don't remember exactly how it, how it went out, but this definitely happened once or twice in my life where you like go hard in the morning, you sleep in the afternoon, you come back out in the evening and continue to party. Uh, not only can I like not do that anymore physically, I have no interest in it. Like all I want to do is have a good time and drink, you know, for like four or five hours in the middle of the day, which I don't think is unreasonable not terribly different from what I might do on a normal Saturday anyways, except the thing with St. Patrick's Day is it's just like, there are, there are a lot fewer like rules and regulations and limits. You just kind of like do what you want and you hope you see as many friends as possible and you just kind of go with the flow. So that's what I'm hoping to accomplish tomorrow. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a time of traditions really when you're thinking about it. I mean, St. Patrick's day, obviously, and you know, March madness is great, but for me personally, I mean, I've got my birthday coming up here and I also wanted to give uh, a special shout out to, um, Rachel's father, Jose, happy birthday to Jose 49 never looked so good on you. Uh, who he, he had his birthday this past week. Um, but other traditions, and I was just thinking about this because I, Stopped into a McDonald's at the tail end of my Friday walk, which is something that I like to do to get a little coffee, especially on a day like today that's just very cold. It's a nice little warm thing to kickstart your system a little bit. And then I also, because we're not really having dinner tonight, 
um, we're going to see the Batman. So our plan is to just like drink and have a lot of popcorn and sneak some candy in and stuff because the Batman is three hours long and we're having it, we're watching it at 6.30 p.m. in a theater. We haven't been to the theater since um, we saw Belfast back when it came out, which must have been what, like November or December or something? November probably. And we like we were going to go see Spider-Man at some point, but then COVID got bad. Um, and so we, we didn't see that in theater. So we haven't been to the theaters in probably five-ish months, something like that. Um, so I'm personally looking forward to it. It's been a long time. But what I was going to say is um, I got a six-piece chicken nuggets from McDonald's, um, which is just like when you get when you get the good – when they're done well, the chicken nuggets at McDonald's, it's just clutch because it's not going to blow you away. It's not life-altering, but it's just like it's a very familiar thing. There's a lot of nostalgia. I didn't even get any dipping sauces, which I know is going to cause a controversy on Twitter at Beantown Cast at White Buns with a Z, but I was just like, "Hey, let me. I just need a little, uh, a little something." So I came home. I felt very wholesome. I had my McNuggets, my small coffee with with two creams and a bana- and a banana, and that's kind of lunch slash dinner today. So that's the plan. Going to see the Batman. But the reason I mentioned McDonald's was because um, I saw an ad while I was in there. As you might expect, it's March. It's McDonald's for a shamrock shake. And my tradition that I've been doing for probably the last three or four years, I don't know, maybe more, is to get one shamrock shake a year. It's not its not necessarily tied to my birthday. In fact, it's not tied to my birthday at all. They just coincide at the same time of year. But I was like, oh, today might be a good idea. And then I remember that it's like 20 degrees outside. And just the act of carrying a shamrock shake home with my hands from McDonald's, a five-minute walk, was enough to say, no thanks, maybe later. So I guess we're going to maybe target next weekend, uh, potentially. We got the Shamrock Shuffle on Sunday, um, so maybe it would be fun to, like, get one after or even, you know, the Friday, you know, when I, if assuming I do my walk again, if it's a nice day on Friday. Let's pull up the phone app. Let's see what, let's see what we're looking at for the forecast next weekend. Um, I'll, I'll happily tell my, my shamrock shuffle woes story. I've tried twice, been unsuccessful both times to run it. Let's see next Friday, raining 45, Saturday, 46, Sunday, 52. So not particularly warm weather, but it beats, you know, 20 degrees in a hurricane. Um, so the shamrock, the shamrock shake is another tradition. I'll have to do it at some point. Um, there's another tradition that I want to talk about in a second here, but first I will tell you about um, the Shamrock Shuffle, and then also don't let me forget the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City news. So, and this is, it's a rumor. I haven't confirmed it. I just like very briefly saw it on Reddit before I uh, went to a meeting, and now I'm recording for you all. So I really haven't had time to, you know, research more into it and speaking of like news and research there's been so much ha- i mean we could do a whole episode on what's happened in sports the last since we last recorded to just give you a brief rundown i don't know how many of our our listeners care too much about it but they're you know like big sports things not like little sports things um and for all my pakistani listeners hello to hyderabad islamabad kyber pass they won't be cricket related things so i apologize for that but basically, in the last week, we've seen 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is probably the best quarterback alive right now. I mean, yeah, Mahomes is good. Josh Allen's good, but like, I, I, yeah, okay, let's say Mahomes is better than Rodgers, whatever, but like Rodgers has been doing it for a long time, and he's a total ass, but it is what it is. He signed a four-year, $200 million contract with the Packers, which is the largest contract in NFL history, so I would say that's big news. Russell Wilson, who a lot of people know because he's been in, you know, multiple Super Bowls and, um, you know, he's married to a famous person, Ciara, Ciara, although I don't know why she's famous or anything like that. I just know that she is famous. Um, he got traded from the Seattle Seahawks, which is the team he's played for for his whole career the last, what, 10, 11 years, um, to the Denver Broncos for multiple first-round picks. The um, the Chicago Bears, a more local story, traded their best defensive player, Khalil Mack, who they acquired from the Raiders four years ago in exchange for multiple first-round picks, to the Los Angeles Chargers for, I believe, a third and a sixth-round pick or something like that. So that was big news. And then um, there's been other football things as well, but the, uh, the MLB lockout ended, if you didn't know, um, and they're apparently still trying to do, like, spring training is starting in, like, a week. Opening day, I think, is delayed slightly, but they're still doing 162 games via double headers, which is going to be nuts, because if you'll recall, it, during COVID, MLB double headers were seven innings a game, whereas a normal game is nine innings, and in extra innings, just generally in any game, it would be a runner at second base to start with zero outs. Uh, the goal of that meaning more runs will be scored, the games will end quicker, that sort of thing. But now there's no more runner on second base and extra innings, and all double header headers will have nine innings per game instead of seven, which is an extra four innings per double header uh, minimum. And there's going to be a lot of double headers because I think they are, I think opening day is delayed by two weeks. So that's a full seven-ish, like six days basically worth of double headers extra going into the schedule now, if I'm doing my math correctly. So um, there are other things that have been happening in the sports world. Uh, basketball conference tournaments are happening. All of my teams are out of their conference tournaments and for the most part in really embarrassing fashion, including uh, the DePaul Blue Demons who came in as underdogs against St. John's on Wednesday but were a very hot team and they came out and just got their asses destroyed which was great, and uh, we won't be going to the postseason. The, uh, not really my team, but you know it's a local team, and it's Rachel's team, the Illinois Fighting Illini, and the team of my sister-in-law. Um, they got embarrassed in the, their first game of the Big Ten tournament just this morning against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Wichita State lost a game to the Tulsa Golden, Golden Hurricanes. Is that what they're called? Um, in a game they were heavily favored in yesterday, that was the first game of their tournament. So if you're keeping score at home, the um, the uh, all of my teams lost in their first game. They didn't even win a game in their tournaments, which is just rough. And then the one team that's like also my team, but you know zero expectations for Northwestern Wildcats is actually the team that won a game beating the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and then they got dismantled by Iowa yesterday. So it's just, uh, man, the good news is we're still going to get to watch, you know, Illinois and um, Loyola in March Madness. But, like, it's just kind of – I was hoping for, like, some 
you know, to have some rooting interest this weekend, you turn on a game, go to a bar, that sort of thing, but that's not going to happen. So we're just going to kind of play it by ear. I, I'm not quite sure like who I'm really pulling for right now. Um, but I don't know. Illinois would be great to see. Loyola is interesting because it's like, Quinn, you should root for Loyola. They're local. You used to live down the street from it. Like, and I get that. But they're so, especially their fans, very irritating. And they think they're just the hottest shit. And it's just like, I know they got humbled a little bit last year, but it wasn't until after they already beat Illinois. I mean, they got their asses kicked in the Sweet 16. But I would love it if if Loyola had to play like Kentucky or something in the first round and they just got trampled. I guess that that's me revealing like my true thoughts and feelings now. I don't have any um, attachment to Loyola other than geographic proximity. And frankly, like when I went to the DePaul Loyola game, when Rachel and I went back in December or whenever that was, it, it wasn't like, a, you know, you weren't heckled or anything. It was, like, it was at DePaul. But just standing in line, like beer line, $2 beers, like Loyola people just talking shit. And it's like, this isn't a rivalry. Like different conferences, different talent pools. Like it, it's just like, what are we doing here? So Loyola just kind of pissed me off. Because I don't think, and maybe I'm living in my little DePaul bubble here, but I don't really think that, and we certainly don't on Twitter, we don't, DePaul, like, doesn't talk shit. Even when we win, it's in, in, you know, we're kind of feeling good about ourselves. It's not like, oh, man, you suck. It's like, wow, we had a great performance. That was awesome. Loyola is just, like, not that way. So, I don't know what to tell you. Um, that was more on sports than I wanted to say. Okay, let me talk about my shamrock shuffle woes and then we'll touch on real housewives and then we'll touch on the other tradition i wanted to mention we'll we'll just make this the tradition show and uh, it's not really a birthday podcast i don't know if we'll try to do a special or anything i got a busy day on wednesday i have a full day of work we're going to a wordle event after that and then supper after that so i don't think i'll be recording or anything um i definitely won't be having one of my favorite sarah lee um or is it no it's pepperidge farm frozen cakes from the frozen aisle and a bottle of wine. I mean, that's, I still love that. And I want to do that at some point just for kicks, but that's more of like a, like a pre COVID pre Rachel kind of just like thing. And, um, I still love it. Who doesn't love cake and wine, but it's just, it doesn't really fit into the schedule this year. I'm sure we'll be back at some point in the future. Um, so I'm not sure next week we'll probably, you know, maybe try to record, like before the tournament games start and we'll, you know, like Thursday or something and make it our, um, our March madness slash birthday special. I don't really know. I I'm going to have to plan it out. We'll see. Uh, but this is just an episode about traditions and uh, March is my, probably my favorite month because it's so much fun. You have a, you know, you have a birthday. I love March madness. It's getting uh, daylight savings time is this weekend. So we're about to get some real long days, the weather is sometimes cooperative, and, you know, it's just like, I love those things. It's the Rachel's least favorite month, which I don't personally have an explanation for, but oh well. Um, okay, so the Shamrock Shuffle is a race in Chicago the weekend after the official St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. In years past, it's been on a Saturday, which is important to what I'm about to tell you. Now it's on a Sunday. So I... 
I wasn't a runner in college. It wasn't part of my identity. I didn't have friends who were runners or even friends who really worked out much. Um, so I, the Shamrock Shuffle like, just wasn't a thing. Fast forward to grad school, I had a you know a friend who's still a dear friend uh, who I went to graduate school with who is a runner. Um, and she was like, hey, you should, uh, you know, this is our, our second quarter of grad school. Um, uh, just like going into the third quarter. It's like, you should, um, definitely sign up for the Shamrock Shuffle. I'm like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so it was on a Saturday at that point. And turns out we had to take a class, a leadership class that met mostly virtually, but the first class of the year or of the quarter and the last class of the quarter went from like, I don't know, like nine to four on a Saturday up in Evanston, which is just ugly. It's brutal. And it was not helped by the fact that we just in the program generally were not a fan of this professor. He was an adjunct. I don't even know what his full-time gig is, but just a very um, my way or the highway arrogant kind of person very smug and there's a teaching assistant and I might be ruffling some feathers maybe he even you know listens to this show who had graduated in the program right before we we started the program it's kind of like a, a year by year cohort on average and so we had signed up for the shamrock shuffle my friend and I and we're like yeah this is going to be great get to run a race together we've still never run a race together which is shocking. We were supposed to run the Marine Corps Marathon together, but then she got hurt, and I ran it and got you know heat stroke. It was awesome. But the first, this goddamn Saturday leadership class, the first one of the, the quarter, ended up getting scheduled for the Shamrock Shuffle Saturday, which is just brutal, man. It's like you want to have your weekend. You want to go you know, partake in a fun Chicago tradition, do something with friends, like... All that great stuff. So couldn't do it. What you're saying is like, okay, well, that stinks, but like, whatever. But here's the kicker. You remember the TA that I mentioned who was doing this also like adjunctly. I don't know what he does full time. But we're in this leadership class, 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. You don't want to be there. You're half awake. You're chugging the coffee. It's, your, it's the first class of the quarter, so you're like learning the syllabi, and like, but also it's like eight hours, so you got to you know, focus up halfway through the class, like 12 o'clock, one o'clock, something like that. Here comes this TA. Who's this I also kind of, in addition to the professor, also kind of this smug guy who I don't, I don't personally know very well. And I don't want to, you know, assassinate his character or anything. I, I, I don't think I've ever talked to him in my life. Well, I, I have, but like three or four times he comes in with his, his shamrock shuffle swag, his medal, you know, still nursing his Michelob Ultra from the free beer ticket. He had run, he was our TA for the class, and he had run the Shamrock Shuffle and been approved to come in late halfway through class because he was running the Shamrock Shuffle. Well, we all, the students, had to cancel our registrations. And so when you're sitting there three hours into class already, ready for it to be over because we were not a fan of the class nor the professor, and just seeing this this TA, who's, you know, like 26 years old, mind you, waltz in with his swag and his running gear and his medal. And it was just like, God damn it, that that hurts. 
the second time, my second attempt at running it was less painful. It was 2020, and um, it just got canceled, as most things did in March of 2020. Uh, I still have my running gaiter, which is the like the elastic thing that you the cloth that you wear over your face when it's cold. It works great. I love that. Um, and last year it just didn't, it just didn't happen. It wasn't a thing. I did get the shirt from last year or maybe not. I don't remember. Maybe it was from two years ago, but this year, knock on wood. Okay, folks, this year it's happening. Full steam ahead, uh, nine days away. And I'm excited too, because I have never run an organized race with, a friend, someone else, someone I know. Um, the closest I've ever come is I ran the Soldier Field 10-miler in May of 2017, five years ago. And I still ran that race by myself, but like, I had some friends who also participated in it. In fact, the, my, my friend who I, who I led this story off with, the Shamrock Shuffle, um, she ran that as well with her partner. And I don't... We did not run it together... Um, but like we met up afterwards, there's a picture and stuff. I got it saved on my phone, all that stuff. She's great. Um, I think that was like from, in terms of like racing uh, of which I've not done much, that was like peak Quinn, maybe 10 miles is my sweet spot. I think I ran it. It was the 10 miler. I think I did it in 117. So that's like six. What is that? It's six. It's like a 645 mile basically. Is that right? 67 minutes no 77 minutes it was like a seven i was gonna say 645 that can't be right a 745 mile um which is something i'm very proud of because that's pretty quick for a big guy like i'm not i'm not your tiny little super you know small thin running specimen i'm i'm more like a linebacker okay so i was really proud of that but to finish the thought on the shamrock shuffles i'm running it uh rachel's doing it rachel's sister amanda's doing it um there's a chance that special guest appearance will be made by Bailey, who's been featured on the show once or twice in our uh, revered segment interview with a dog. And I think some of Rachel's friends are doing it as well. So um, I think it'll be a good time. Looking forward to it. It's an 8K, which if you don't know is about five miles exactly. It's just a nice Sunday uh, stroll. It looks like perfect running weather, high 40s. Like It should be good. So we're not going to get canceled this year. We're doing it. We're doing it live. Okay, uh, Housewives news. Uh, we're, we're getting closer to the end here, I promise, because th- there wasn't a ton I wanted to talk about today. I was kind of caught in between. Do I want to commit to a full birthday episode or do something March Madness related? But it was too early for that, and I wasn't in, like, a birthday mood yet. Plus, I've, I've talked a lot today. I just had more meetings on a Friday than I would like to admit. Um, and so I'm kind of just, like, hanging out at this point. I think we're going to go for another five or ten minutes say hello to our sponsors and we're going to wrap it up there uh the rumor on the street and this was literally just a reddit post not even like a news article just a post was that uh rose john is that his name justin justin rose whitney's husband okay you'll remember whitney is cousins with heather this past season, all she really did was just, like, be super drunk all the time and stir the pot. It's kind of her thing. She was definitely my favorite in season one. She's just kind of, like, a, a trope now. She's not that entertaining to watch. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think she's not my favorite anymore, but I also don't hate her as much as a lot of people do. I'm kind of just, like, 
iffy on her. Apparently, so there was a there was a uh, scene I believe in the finale or the penultimate episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two, where they're Whitney and Justin are like trying to get their sex lives back together or back on track. And they just showed way too much uh, in the episode. All sorts of like, you know, body paint and booty smacking and, you know, lingerie and shirtless. And just like, I don't really know why, you know, it, we wanted to see that. And the reaction was very negative on Twitter and Reddit. Like, it's burned into my brain. Why did we need to see that? Yada, yada, yada. The, re- the Reddit rumor that I read two hours ago is that Justin Rose was consequently fired from his job, which is some sort of direct sales, uh, multi-level marketing scam. It's another reason why, I, as I've learned more about like his profession and Whitney's business, which is all MLM, L, MLM stuff, I'm just like not as into it. I mean, there, aren't, there really aren't any like true heroes of Salt Lake City. I think Heather is probably the closest thing to like a legit person, but um, there aren't any like true good guys. There's definitely some villains. But apparently, the word is that he got fired after they aired that because, you know, image is everything in sales and like, you know, you got to connect with people. And it was a big turnoff to the company that employs him. So I, I'm going to research it more after this, try to get some more verification. But um, I kind of feel bad. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of a complicated situation. But, yeah, that's uh, – hopefully they're okay. And it is a little bit of a, a scare because, you know, I was reading about, like, how much do housewives make. And it's not, it's not as much as you might think towards the beginning. I think they're making, like, you know it, – it, it's not a number that would shock you one way or another. But I, I don't think it's more than like, you know, right around 100K in a season, for example, which is basically a year uh, for being a housewife. And you might say, well, that's a lot of money. And yeah, it absolutely is. But the thing is, like, they've got kids. They live, a you know, an affluent lifestyle just that housewives always do. And the big the big kicker with Whitney specifically is they sunk a shit ton of money into her doing a rebrand. So she she owns like a beauty line basically and she had it one i think it was called like iris and bow i don't i don't know the backstory i don't know what it means but the one of the plot points from the season was that she was rebranding it to wild rose beauty i think and just the numbers that it costs to do all the rebranding they went into it on the show it was just like mind-blowing and it's hard to know like what exactly to believe but whitney said on the show that they blew through all their savings so that's that's the minor worry is like they blew through all their savings. I'm sure she makes some money off of this beauty line, but it can't be like I don't think it's a shocking amount. And now they're now they're down to that income income, excuse me, and the uh the Bravo income, which I don't even think it was a hundred K. I think it was less than that. So you just you just hope that everyone's doing okay. Um We'll see if more details come out. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors. Not doing a full ad read today. Um, they've gotten some good press lately, and uh, well, they're frankly they're not paying me. So uh, our good friends at Home Pride Oregon. 
which is definitely hey if you haven't if you haven't been a part of the home pride organ experience yet you are going to want to get in on the ground floor of this ride before it takes off um this is basically insider trading but i have inside information that this business is about to start booming and get very busy so if you are in central oregon or other parts of the country and, or Canada, and you oh, maybe not Canada. I don't think the insurance goes across international borders, uh, so scratch that. Or Pakistan, sorry, you can skip ahead. But you're going to want to get your home inspected. You're going to want to save time and money. You, you want it to be with someone you trust. That's my dad, Steve. Call him up, 541-410-0316. Yes, I memorized the phone number. You're welcome, Pop. Or you can uh, go to homeprideorgan.com. Also, our good friends... The uh, Samson Q2U series, it got crisp, clear audio quality. It sounds good uh, no matter where you at, no matter where you at, no matter where you are at. And uh, yeah, I was trying to think if there is anything in my life of biblical relevance that happened recently, and the answer is pretty much no. Although I will say I was having trouble sleeping the other night, and um, this is kind of related to the Bible. Our homeschool group growing up would meet at a church on Tuesdays for classes and, you know, singing songs and praises and Hosanna in the highest. And my uh, method for falling back asleep, I think this was just last night, and I didn't finish it, which is how you know it works, is going through every single room in that church, which is a big-ass church, and remembering the de- finer details of every room, every door, who taught in that room, who sat in that place in the you know, fellowship hall, and you know that sort of thing. It worked like a charm. I literally, I'm thinking back to the last thing I remember. Um, I, I think I recall getting like 10% of the way through the church before I fell asleep. So if you're ever, for those, for those of you with t- ties to uh, Hallstrom Homeschool Workshops, um, think back to Temple Baptist Church next time you're trying to fall asleep and go through every room, the family names, you know, the Papa John's orders, the fridge, you know, all that stuff. Cause it worked for me. And that's something related to the Bible. So I guess what I'm trying to say is when God speaks, he uses the Samson. I want to remind everyone that you can always email this show. Uh, we are Beantown podcast at yahoo.com. Again, it's Beantown podcast at yahoo.com. You can also check out beantownpodcast.com, especially the Beantown blog. Um, we just updated it about two weeks ago. Um, we had our uh, Euphoria season two blog post recap, and I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time writing it, and uh, I don't. I don't get to blog a ton these days. And one of the reasons is that like that blog post you go back and read it, that took me about an hour um, to write. There's just like, it's just a lot of work. Um, and one full hour dedicated to just like a silly blog post um, is a lot more for me now than it was, you know, three or four years ago. Uh, so I would encourage you, if you haven't ever experienced a Beantown blog or beantownpodcast.com, some of the other things we got going on there, I would definitely encourage you to take a couple minutes, check it out. We got all sorts of blog posts, so you definitely uh, should go read that. Um, Finally, our good friends, Cuts by Q. Uh, My hair is getting longer. Um, It's getting closer to... not, Not quite like the longest it's ever been, but it's, you know, we're starting to get into that ballpark. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's got some nice curls in the back. 
especially when I wear my hat uh, after, out, out of the shower, you know, it gets nice and curly in the back. So that's what our good friends Cuts by Q can offer you, can provide you. It's a great place to get a haircut. If you are in uh, the, you know, northern Illinois area, we're talking 815 people, or the greater Chicagoland area, northwest Indiana, the suburbs, Chicago proper, uh, call us up. When you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. Excuse me. Okay, the last thing I wanted to, to uh, plug from a traditions perspective, it's my favorite annual tradition. I, I'm less of a cinephile these days than I was maybe three or four years ago. In fact, I was telling someone at work last night, like, well, first we were talking about MoviePass and just the glory that was MoviePass. And then we were also discussing how, like, you know, I, I personally I'm not really into the Oscars anymore. I'll still watch if I think of it, you know, Sunday night when it is in two weeks. But I used to do, and I originally, full disclosure, started doing this to try to get with a girl, and it didn't work at all. Like, like I think we went on half of a date one time at Chicago Bagel Authority. <laughs> that's a that's a story for another time. But she told me, like, on that half date, oh, yeah, I do this. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And that's watch all the Best Picture nominations. And for many years I did that. Um you know, that would have been like 2016 when I started doing that. So I think for at least like four or five years, that was a thing I did and I loved it. Um, but nowadays movies just being very expensive and, um, you know, it's just like oftentimes two to two and a half hours to sit through or three hours. If you're seeing the Batman tonight, that's just a lot of time. Um, and my, I just don't, I just don't have as much time these days. That's just the way it is. Cause I work a lot. Um, so I just haven't kept up with that and I certainly haven't kept up with it this year. I think I've seen two of the best picture nominations, although I'd have to look at them cause it might just be one. I've seen the power of the dog, uh, cause that's what people think are going to win. I don't know if I've seen anything else. Oh, well, um, where was I? Oh, movies. So, but there is one movie that I will watch every year without fail and I will love every goddamn second of it. The Fugitive. Okay. It's a St. Patrick's Day movie. It's a Chicago movie. I watch it every year right around this time of year. I have not done it yet this year. I will absolutely plan to do it, you know, maybe this weekend, but definitely a weeknight this upcoming week. It's got everything. I mean, how can you go wrong with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones? With special guest appearances from Julianne Moore, Jane Lynch, um, the guy from, uh, right, the guy from Joe Pantagliano. No, not Joe. That's not Joe Pantagliano, is it? Um, I don't know. But some of those, some of those like supporting uh, FBI characters are great, including the one who looks like my friend Stephen Boy. And, uh, I'm sure there's other people in the cast. Oh, you got, I mean, you got, you got the doctors. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who has ever seen it, but you got the one-armed man. You got uh, Dr. Nichols. You've got, uh, oh, uh, Neil, Neil Flynn playing a transit cop, right? It's just, and then, so that's, you know, okay, so you got that, just classic acting. Fantastic music, very 80s, just 
you know, the the kind of low piano. Great chase music. It's beautiful. Uh it's a, it's you know, people think of the fugitive. They think Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. Like it's kind of funny, and that's all true. And it's a great thriller, uh, and that's all true as well. But it's also a great mystery. Like I, I've seen it, you know, twenty times at this point, so I, I fully understand all the twists and turns. But if you're not paying attention, once they really start to dive more into the mystery aspect of the movie in the second act. And you're trying to just, like, keep up with, like, oh, wait, who's that guy? Or, wait, what does that mean? Or why is he here? It's a it's a really good mystery. Um, it's a great thriller. That goes without saying. And that kind of brings me to my final point. The set pieces are so iconic, memorable. I mean, I'm just thinking about it. Like, I mean, you've got the opening sequence, which is fantastic. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone in case you haven't seen it. Uh, but the you know the break in, and the surgery that sort of thing, and then you've got the the prison break essentially. You've got I mean my probably my favorite is the damn scene, just that that thirty second interaction between Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. You've got um, you know going down the river. You've got uh, uh, let's see, you've got the iconic St. Patrick's Day scene, obviously. The I love when they raid the house and you're like, wait, because it cuts to it very abruptly. And you're like, wait, who is this? What's going on? What does this mean for the story? Uh, great thrilling moment. You've got when they raid the apartment. You've got them trying to track down the phone lines like, oh, wait, who has an L? I recognize that voice, that sort of thing. And then, of course, you've just, I mean, uh, it, it doesn't get any better than the finale on the rooftop. Basically, it's, I'm trying to remember which, is it the Palmer House? I think it's the Palmer House. I think it was called something different back then, but it's the Palmer House on the rooftop and the Grand Ballroom. And, you know, for someone like me who, like, did Model UN conferences in there and, like, will have a drink in the lobby occasionally, just, like, to see my favorite movie be shot in that same space is just, like, that's so cool. Um, And it's so, it's so thrilling. It's mysterious. It's very funny at times. Tommy Lee Jones won the Oscar for it. It's just, it's a perfect movie. I don't know how anyone could ever watch that movie and be like, eh, no, that's not for me. It's got everything. So I, I, I watch it every year, and that's something I've been doing for a long time. And uh, it's, I, I don't see any end in sight in terms of my, my passion, my love for it. It's just the greatest thing of all time. So that's The Fugitive. I cannot wait to watch it. I do it once a year, no more, no less. It's going to be good. Uh, that's what I wanted to share with you all. I thank you for bearing with me. We didn't have any like big news or big announcements or power rankings, although I was looking back over some old shows, and I'm excited to get into some power rankings uh, in the near future here. we got to get through some like birthday, March Madness, Oscar stuff soon, but um, you know, Kentucky Derby is not too far away. Our tax special, that's going to only be in a couple weeks here. i got to get in touch with Matthew Feather, friend of the show. Um, I want to give a, a huge thank you to everyone who donated. Um, I think I'm going to call it there. I have not thought about the Pledge Drive fundraiser in the last week. I was told that there might be something else coming in, um, TBD on that. But I think we're going to cut the check this week to the United Way of Chicago. We raised well over $200. So thank you to everyone again who supported that. 
Um, you can still donate. I'm not going to close it right this second, probably like Monday or something. So if you still want that certificate of ownership for year five of the Beantown Podcast, you can absolutely get it. Uh, still time to donate. Uh, Go fund me. It's on my Facebook, probably on my Instagram. So go check it out. And uh, thanks everyone who's uh, you know always listened to and supported the show. We got it's an exciting time of year. The days are getting longer. Daylight savings time starts Saturday night. Set your clocks ahead uh, one hour. Here's the thing. I think I have to throw out my <laughs> my last thought. I promise. I have an alarm clock, and ever since I moved for some reason, oh, I was sleeping on the couch for some reason, and I brought the alarm clock out here, which I don't use. Um, I just use my phone's alarm. But my alarm clock has been ahead one hour because it was that way and the daylight savings time ended in November. I didn't reset it, so now it's it's good to go. In two days, we'll be back. But the reason I think I have to get rid of it, and it's very old, is because not only not only is the clock an hour ahead, it's also an hour and five minutes ahead. It's 4.58 right now, and the clock says 6.03. So... Um, it's kind of doing its own thing time-wise, which I have a lot of respect for. That's what I would like to do, but unfortunately we work in this capitalistic C-A-P-I-T-A-L-I-S-T-I-C overworked, burnt-out culture, okay? So I can't, I can't fight the power every day, right? Sometimes even, even Superman or the Batman, which I'm going to see in an hour and a half, has to hang up his cape, and that's kind of what I just had to do. Um, I don't really remember how that related to the alarm clock, but that's okay. Uh, going to see the Batman tonight. I will have a first look scoop for you next week. Everyone, hope you're having a good time. Hope you're enjoying uh, some warmer weather, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, Shamrock Shuck Shuffle next weekend. Shamrock Shakes. The Fugitive. My birthday's on Wednesday. It's all coming up shortly here on the Beantown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Let's turn on some outro music. Everyone, one last piece of advice for you. Stay safe, stay sane. I'll check in on you next time. Bye.